0: Support the Amigos Podcast and keep the Amiga goodness flowing for just a dollar a month. Visit our page at patreon.com slash Amigos Podcast.
1: Amiga, the first personal computer that gives you a creative edge.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today we are going to be talking about locomotion. Mm.
1: Sing it. Come Come on, come on, do the locomotion with
2: me. There it is. Do you ever swing your hips now, baby? You know it. I figured you did. I do have Kylie Minogue-like hips. A lot of people don't know that. They don't lie.
0: Mm. Mm. Is that one of her songs? Yeah, my hips that was don't her, lie in No, my things, that's actually Shakira. Oh. So
2: you you really blew that for me. But yeah, no, that was yeah, that was kind of, of big entry in the U.S. The locomotion, which is a, I think is a cover of a uh, song from uh, Grand Funk Railroad. I don't know if they did, who did the original version of that. It was a
0: girl group. I want to say like the
2: Shirelles or you remember, something. You remember like Grand Funk Railroad Power Trio? Grand What funk was their song? Locomotion was another big song. Really? I think so. Yeah.
0: It makes sense because they're Grand Funk Railroad.
2: That's right. They and it is a funky tune, yeah. no doubt.
0: I've always been a fan of bands that have songs that are related to the name of their band. Yeah. Like plus, Big Country.
2: Plus, oh, plus since this is a show about a railroad game, there you go. Now, see if you used some foresight, you could have did a Grand Funk song for the for your uh, for your Patreon role. Later. Now,
0: on on a scale of one to ten of uh, geekiness about trains where mm-hmm. do you lie on this i'm w- I'm not good i don't
2: know much about trains i'll be
0: honest with you i'm real into trains i, I really i like trains a lot i'm i i would not say i'm real into trains yeah i went through a phase though <laughs> where you always do <laughs> where i got real into lego nine volt trains so these are the trains that are powered by the tracks They'll uh-huh. shock
2: you. That's the yeah. you. Most of those old trains are yeah. like that. yeah, yeah. And um Lego. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, it's Lego. No one calls them Legos, do they? Lego? That's what we always call them Legos. Uh, um, well, that, well, that, well, that, the, the E is a little funky in there. Lego. Really? Yeah. I mm-hmm. never called them Legos. Do you call them egos also? Yeah. What do you call them? Egos. No. You get Lego
0: that. my Ego. That's right. Is that is that how you <laughs> That's is that how it. you roll?
2: <laughs> Um, we were from Maine. I don't know about But I'll tell
0: that. you, when I start. When Chad, Amigo Chad, when his kid was small, yeah. I used to go over there all the time. We used to watch Thomas. And that's what really got me into trains, because the trains are all accurate, except for the fact that they're, you know, um, like living beings.
2: You know, I, too, watched Thomas back mm-hmm. in the day. Of course, we covered a, Tom, a couple of Thomas games, yeah. if you'll recall. And, uh, now, it didn't get me into trains, but it did get me into Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, particularly, there's a couple episodes I really like. The one where the giant... Indiana Jones style boulder comes down the hill I like mm-hmm. that one yeah. I like when they send the bad train to the smelter oh yeah
0: they kill that train <laughs> the old episodes there's no there's a lot of paybacks there's a lot of
2: revenge a That's lot of those sick. a lot of those little trains are petty yeah you know Yeah, and jerks they As are a whole, I, would you ride on a jerk train I don't think Thomas is
0: great to. for introducing kids about the real world Said, there's, lots of, there's a lot of pettiness. There's a lot of jerks out there. That's there's true. a lot of
2: sending people to the smelter. And people will take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. And also, Tom is, is often underdone by his own uh, bravado or his own, own like longing to be uh, the best. Right. You know? Right. It's a wonderful show. It is. Now, what about the ones with the sort of animated?
0: Those I throw in the garbage. The Those ones are that are the no computer good. animations. Yeah. Whenever yeah. they don't have the song anymore. Yeah.
2: I love that song. It's a good song. I want to play it played at my funeral. Okay, enough said. Maybe we'll just tie you to the tracks <laughs> to take you out. Kilty
0: birds with yeah, white this is an old.
2: This is like a new way of <laughs> cremating a guy. We just back over him with a train a few times. That would do it. That would be the locomotion right it there. We could play that after we were done.
0: Aaron, have you looked at everything Amiga.com this week? I did. Did you? I
2: did do that. Well, what have you seen? This may alarm and amaze you both. Okay. But there is a new brilliant article from our good buddy, the Dream catch Now, I know. I love the title of this. G.I.s and Dolls. Mm. This is from his YouTube uh, show. Again, always plug his YouTube channel because it's always the wackiest, most entertaining stuff. Offbeat, I think, would be a good way to term it. I've never heard of this uh, rogue trooper, but I have heard of the comic group this guy's from, the 2080 comic book. Now, uh... Um, these, I never read any of these but this is the same batch of comics and, and he, did you read any G.I. Joe comic books these aren't G.I. the G.I. Joe things. is a G.I. joke it's oh, not really a G.I. Joe game I see. see but he's a he's a super soldier you see mm-hmm. it's a play on words but it's guys and dolls you get it I've heard of that before. yeah yeah <laughs> you've probably seen that play haven't you I have. really yeah. I wasn't it's all right. It's not one of my favorites. Well, you know, we can do. Anyway, so uh, this is his uh, take on this particular outing. He also goes into some of the uh, 2080 characters that uh, didn't exactly get over.
0: Where do you land on the whole Space Marine as a concept?
2: Well, I mean, Doom pulled it off pretty nicely. And I guess Duke Nukem is sort of like a Space Marine. You
0: know, he's like a space jerk.
2: But I mean, he looks like a Marine. Well, he's, he's all Have you muscle-y. ever met a Marine... They're they're sort of foul mouthed, crew cutting. Oh boy! Here we, here
0: we go. I'm just here saying. I go. don't.
2: I listen. All due respect. But if I had a, <laughs> if I had a marine sitting here, right? If he was sitting right here, okay. a U.S. Marine. Okay. And I was like, you know, you Marines are sort of loud, boisterous, hard drinking, hard cussing maniacs. He would be like, absolutely. There's no marine to be like. Nah, I'm offended by that. And if he was offended, he wouldn't tell me. He would just turn around and hit me in the face, and That's then get it. drunk yeah. and beat me with the empty bottle. <laughs> Am I wrong? so I don't have a problem with space marines someone's gonna protect us from space bad guys that's, and that's true. what they do that's true they're the long long arm of the wall they, they they are if you give space marine man you know that would be a real rough go though it would be because if, you, you never see
0: these guys they're always cryogenically frozen and sent far into the future yeah. you wake up what do you got to do besides being a space marine it's a long
2: lonely not to life. mention if you're in like let's say for example you're in the desert as a lot of marines have been let's say you get up you take a bath, or you take wash off, whatever you do, and then you're in the desert, and you're a marine. You're you're pretty much on Earth. Mm-hmm. You're a space marine. You know, whoops, my, I'm out of air. You're dead. Yeah. Somebody punches your helmet, I and mean, that can happen to anybody.
0: Yeah, anytime, anywhere. Yeah. I don't
2: care how tough you are. If you're the toughest marine on Earth, you can be killed because there's a pinhole tight That's little right. thing, you know, in, space in your dust. hat. Yeah. yeah, so it'd be, t- it's a tough goal. Yeah, maybe they got better in And I've got future. all the
0: sympathy for space marines out there. Yeah. they have my heart
2: uh, well then you should read this article here I should from I the Dreamcatcher and also I recommend the video mm. there you go what do you got for There's us this week
0: space harrier there that,
2: that is a harrier uh, that's a rip off of that mm. and <laughs> he, he goes into that
0: well let's uh, let's take a look at our YouTube channel to see what else we've been up to outside of this show Looks, Looks like, like uh, there's a new feature, Taylor Swift video. I was going to ask
2: you why that was there, but I'm not going to ask. Um, you big Taylor Swift fan, are you both? You know, I, I don't know that
0: I've heard. Uh, we, we played Shake It Off in band one Shake year. It Off. <laughs> and so I feel that I'm well qualified to, uh, to speak on all matters of Taylor Swift. You know, they make it really hard to get to the channel sometimes. They give me this.
2: I'd go to the video manager. That's what I Video manager, to okay. Yeah, not that.
0: This is I'm going to view all.
2: There you go. Now, yeah. there you got it. Now.
0: Okay, talk about this video, Dungeons & Dragons Tower
2: of Doom. Oh, boy. We had a lot of fun doing that, didn't we? Yeah. Me and Boat and my son, the Luke, We got together one night on the, for no good reason on the spur of the moment and, and went all the way through Dungeons & Dragons Tower of Doom, the arcade game. A lot of fun. Uh, uh, Luke has watched this video I think he is, accounts for the majority of the views <laughs> he finds this and he well he's one of those kids that is highly amused at his own antics that is every kid that's ever been born he kicks back and just I'll, see, I'll come in the room and he's cackling mm-hmm. and I'm like what's so funny he's like look at that <laughs> yep you know so we have I've got another one of these ready to go up next week uh, which is a more obscure game that me and Luke played a while back. We're going to put that one up. But, yeah, we might do this every once in a while for fun. Just a, some crazy arcade stuff. I, I, I enjoyed that. And also, we actually did beat the game. So.
0: And you and Brent have been busy with the Sega Saturn. The Sega. How'd you pronounce that? Boy, you really don't know.
2: You, Sega. 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 You said Sega. Yeah, because it's an S-E-G. But, no, no one says it that way. It's Sega. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, we did play some Sega Saturn. It finally came up, Boat. I actually... Ellen, have you have you watched and listened to this yet? Yes. I, I, I praised your name you in did. this episode. I was glad
0: to hear it. I guess that's the last original pie piece. That's
2: the last original pie piece of Sega Saturn. We finally... I mean, it's been forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it's funny how many times we've spun the wheel and yeah, picked but, the exact thing we just put up on the wheel. I mean, happened. the show's more than a year
0: old now, so what are the chances one in eight all those times? Yeah, it's so. crazy.
2: But we, we looked at a couple of Sega Saturns. Now, Brent, being the Brent... He picked some goofy type game for the Saturn. I wanted to get something that sort of showed off the Saturn's jack, and it was sort of a special game, so I went with uh, uh, Galactic Attack, also the name, and uh, Brentwood with steep slope sliders. You know, I,
0: I was a huge fan of the Saturn back oh, yeah.
2: in the day. Uh, you told me you were, you were going to yeah, give me a business yeah, I, I was. I was going to comment,
0: but I haven't, so I'll comment now. Okay, please. Um, you talk about the Sega Saturn like it was the biggest flop in the universe. You're like, it was bad. It died a cruel death. Do you know how many multiples of sales this thing sold more than all the Amiga models put together? This thing was, a, it was not a flop. It was not the Genesis, but it was not a
2: flop. The Saturn was rad, and it was cool, Listen, and it made you look like a fool. I love the Saturn. You, I've said that. I love it. It was un, It was underutilized, but you've got to admit, it was a distant third, number one, and, and it was considered a flop, and if and it, it man, and Sega did a horrible job with it. They they it was horribly. They did a horrible job deciding what it would be, and then they did a horrible job releasing it, and then they did a horrible job getting everybody up to speed with it. They, and it all started before the Saturn, Saturn was even born. Okay,
0: I'll give you that. But but the, I love it. I love it. The the catalog of games is great. Is great. It is. It is not. It, there are not as many games as there are PlayStation games, but the quality, the the ratio of quality to dud titles is much better. For example, that
2: awesome pinball life simulator we played. One of the best <laughs> games I've ever played. Okay. Did we ever even release that video? It I, was don't, so I don't hideous. think we did. Yeah.
0: Um, but the version like NBA Jam, the best version of NBA Jam Tournament Edition on the Saturn. The only way to play six player Bomberman. On the Saturn, there's tons of good games. I'll tell you, the, the Achilles heel of the I th- system... I thought
2: the Turbo Gravis could play... You could play six-player
0: bottom No, man. no. Um, the, uh, the Achilles heel, for me, with the Saturn, the worst jewel case design of all time. Yeah. Those things, you look at them, they instantly shatter.
2: The, the, the hinges are no yeah. good on those, are yeah. they? I agree with you on that. And, I mean, there are multiple... I mean, like, look, we're looking at steep slope sliders right now. Like, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. You know, but... Uh, um, you can't deny the fact that the PlayStation from a hardware perspective had an edge in the realm of 3d we can both agree on that that's true and so anytime the saturn tried to have a foray in 3d you ended up with a graphic that looked
0: like that yeah (laughs) did you
2: see the very the thing i was talking about Where it's got the guy it looks like he just flies a pancake like help me it's like why are you wearing a gulag staff uniform why is there barbed wire what's happening (laughs) brett never did answer so but yeah that's what we did this week so if you're into that uh it's uh, we had a good time doing it it's been well received Now this coming week we're doing way out of our round boat. Mm. I mean, in fact, this is it's gonna be a weird one. We are covering VR games this week, and we picked a couple of, and I picked a VR game for for the gear the Gear VR that I've got. And Brett picked some kind of game. I don't know what the heck he's... I mean, it's something for his... I'm going to go over to Mara and try it out, but it's something wacky. I was going to say,
0: you've got to actually travel to his place of residence to, I uh, to try this I thing do. out. Uh, I will, I'm i looking forward to that because I've played a lot of the game that he's going to be playing, right Room. Oh, oh so, yeah? yeah? Okay, great. And finally this week, we have an Amigos user plays. This is a brand new game that we're going to talk a little bit more in the news section. Uh, this is Lumberjack, uh, and this was played by... Let's go back to bum, the bum, bah, bah. beginning of the video to see if there's anything here oh uh, yes this is a duncan styles joint the dunk yeah uh, I, lo-
2: I love that graphic right there it's yeah awesome.
0: um and uh lumberjack is a new actually i guess we'll just talk about it now since we've already got it up this is a new puzzle platformer game where you are trying to get from one side of the screen to the other and um oh this looks pretty good yeah yeah it looks very good uh so uh it just came out i think yesterday or the day before yesterday so the dunk was right on it in terms of getting the gameplay Now
2: now, up. Now uh, has this this has been released in other systems is that right? or is it I believe that this is an Amiga exclusive. No kidding. Yeah. Okay because this looks good. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to trying this out. i I ain't got a chance to look the, at the video for it, so that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh boy, I love I'll, that. Looks really fun.
0: We'll have to do another kind of uh, just an Amigos Plays roundup of new games sometime over at the arcade.
2: Mm, um, yeah. yeah. No yeah. problem there. Yeah, that sounds good to me. You know, I don't think we mentioned it last week, but we all, I also did a. Uh, uh, in fact, I know we did because we didn't talk about videos. I did a run through on uh, Deluxe Galaga. Fetch your jam. And you want to see me, I had my best ever game on there, but I think. It was real close to being my best ever game on the arcade machine. I'm going to be playing a lot of Amiga stuff out there because the Amiga does a good job of uh, working well with the control scheme on the old control panel, so I had a lot of fun doing that. People went wild
0: over that too. I love that. They I, recognized the true master.
2: Well, listen, that's a fun game. Like I said, uh, uh, it took everything that was great about Galaga and made everything better. It's just fun. Lots of crazy secrets. Every time I play it, I see something new. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it, I had a lot of fun with that one.
0: And uh, the the last thing is, uh, if you're into MMOs and you're into uh, all of the the the. All the latest and greatest hot scoops for City of Heroes. We did put out a City of Heroes What's Going On uh, video last week, which is now totally out of eight, so you're going to have to tune back in again. It's like part one. It's like a
2: cliffhanger. Yeah. I will say, I I did get to play City of Heroes this week, and it was glorious. uh, uh, It was a a dream come true for a COH fan, so I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: All right, Aaron, it's time to dive deep into the world of Amiga news. The gamble Train has pulled up to the station. All right. It's time to talk about Biojet. There's three new games this week. Three new games this week. This is a game called Biojet. This game reminds me uh, do you, did you ever play that game for the uh,
2: Atari 2600 called Hero Al- by Activision? Listen, we, did we cover Hero? I covered that on our uh, SG-1000 uh, video. Okay, right?
1: okay. Yeah, so I love Hero. So this, is
2: th- Ooh. this looks very similar it to does. Hero. It does. This looks great.
0: Yeah. Uh, this, oh, boy. It, yeah, so uh, if you are into this, the, and if you don't know what Hero is, then you're, you're not watching the video. Do you know what it stands for? <sighs> Helicopter, Emergence,
2: a Renaissance. You gave it up. Um, Oreo. I like helicopter emergency rescue operation. Yeah, like that. that's probably it. You know, this guy now, this guy doesn't have the helicopter, he's got a jet pack.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the, the hero guy had a helicopter, but uh, apart from that, this this looks very similar, and uh, that you're you know you're you're traversing a stage, you're solving puzzles, you're getting keys. Um, Graphics look good too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if you're at all into that sort of a thing, uh, check out BioJet. Is this a free one, boat? Uh, this is a free game. You're you can Download me. and it works on OCS, ECS, and AGA. Now
2: see, that's outstanding. That's we gotta right. Have, we have to cover that. That looks great. My favorite homebrew games
0: are the ones that just require you to have the. The you know the stock system the stock system
2: yeah well I mean because I mean listen these home brigades are all cool Mm -hmm. but I mean if you have to have 20 megs of memory and a and a 68090 and a and a special video at you're limiting your audience that's right
0: now Aaron last week was a big week in the world of Amiga okay Uh, in uh, in Germany revision there was a huge a huge demo party this thing. We watched their stuff last year. It was really yeah, good. Yeah, I watched some live Ooh. coverage of this event. That looks and, good, uh, this, is, this is a huge party. This is the winning demo uh, okay. from Revision on the Amiga. Oh. This, and this runs on a stock Amiga 500, by the You're way. You're kidding me. Yeah. You're yeah. kidding me. That This is called the Black Lotus and it is breathtaking. This thing tells a story. This is not your garden variety demo with your Eurodance trash and your outlines of people dancing around like fools. This is serious cinematic storytelling. Hey, I like those demos. Those things life. are crap. Um, so this thing is five minutes long, and I highly, highly suggest you watch the whole thing. Oh, man, it is, it does is, look...
2: i got to watch this. It, it does is does a like masterpiece. A yeah. It's
0: a masterpiece.
2: Wow. Wow, that opening, just that opening animation was stunning. Yeah, I couldn't believe yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, So, um... And if you haven't seen any of the revision coverage, a lot of it was archived on YouTube. Uh, I'd love to go over to Germany uh, one day and, and see it in person, but talk about being outclassed by people smarter in every way than you are. These guys You are, would be the guy serving them drinks. That's right. And I would I'll, be the guy that would be pouring the drinks to give you to serve them. I'll, I'll be around with the order of prey. That's, That's all I that got That looks really good, yeah. man. Oh, man. Um, next up, Lumberjack. We already talked about that. Yeah. Let's round out the news with our buddy, Tenmark. Uh, the 10-minute Amiga Retrocast is back this week. And he's talking all about the uh, power of AGA graphics. Mm. Now, um, we, we've talked a little bit about AGA graphics because that's all we can talk about. Because neither one of us are huge Ido,
2: uh graphics guys. Do you know the difference between the different ham modes? and modifies his ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, could I tell you any distinct details amongst them? No, I can't. Right.
0: So, we leave that to the experts. And by the experts, we mean the 10-minute Amiga Retro Cast. That's right. He, he knows. Check him out. All right, Aaron. That's it for this week's news. The Gamble Train has left the station.
2: There's one more item I wanted to mention. Oh, okay. Uh, Retro Man Cave, our good buddy, has an Amiga-related video up this really? week. And it is about uh, uh, a PC card. I know you always get on me because I think these are interesting. But I do. It's a PC card in that he puts in his Amiga 500 and takes it for a spin. Oh, this is just a little tech nibble, I see. That's right. And it's, uh, uh, you know, like I said, I've had two of these in my life, and they were both fun. Plus, I used to use this thing on the PC that just would. I mean, one thing about the Amiga, and I mentioned this uh, when, I, when I commented on this video, uh, this was a point of pride if you had an Amiga because uh, even if your buddy had a fast PC, uh, you had a good chance you could run his discs on on your machine even if they were slow He there's a 0% chance he's running Amiga discs on a oh, PC yeah. Oh, yeah. so I could load this stuff up I remember telling my buddies They'd be like, "What's this Amiga?" I was like, "I don't, you know, you don't know what it is, but I can emulate your computer with this disc. And they'd be like, "What?"
0: Let's just let's just use this screenshot for the people that think that the PC was the ultimate gaming platform of the Amiga. No one thinks that. Let's compare this to the
2: uh, the world class leaderboard on the Amiga. Now, Will, I was this is this is a this is the Cj or EGA version. Now he will actually and it runs fine here in a, in a moment. He actually loads up the uh, uh, the VGA version and it it looks good but yeah, that's it right but, oh, here we go i mean it looks very similar but it runs poorly yeah. because this thing is in basically you know uh, the process on this is not it, it's not a high you know it's, it's like i think like i said 10 megahertz mm-hmm. something like that so it's a low-end process but they had they made uh, these bridge boards and whatnot that would run at a much higher clip the funny thing is the ones i had i could never get them to properly show vga so that limited the the interest on for me because they didn't run games and I wanted to run. But for running utilities, so they run fine. So that's what as he mentioned in the video, that's mainly what they were for. But I I love this. I thought it was great. I highly I highly recommend you watch this if you're in that sort of thing. Cool, cool. Oh, one more bit of news. Sure. Our good buddy the Huck, Gary Hucker on his page, on his channel, put up a video this week. It's not Amiga related, but it's something near and dear to my heart. He takes a look at the 2XL robot. That mm. little eight-track player, and he does one thing he does that I like is he actually opens it up, which is awesome, and let you and, and you can see what's in there. And some of it was really cool. So if, you, if you're into the 2XL, uh, you should go give this a whirl as well. A lot, a lot of fun. Sounds and good. Gary's Sounds awesome good. too. Yeah. so He knows what he's doing. He's the man. There you go. So extra bonus newses. Didn't know those were coming. The gamble train had to caboose this it week. It had,
0: yeah, it had to back back up and uh,
2: and do whatever it does. <laughs> it's hard to back a train up too. Not even to, Yeah. So, you ready to talk about this week's game? Speaking of trains, I'm ready, Boat. I'm ready. We sang the song, and now we're ready to do the dance. hmm This week, uh, the fine folks on the uh, selection committee chose for us Locomotion. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, uh, this came out in 92, uh, and it was published by Global Software. And the people that put this together was an outfit called Prestige uh, out of Germany, uh, I looked into Prestige actually, uh, they only had one credit on here I can find called Ketchum, which I've never. Have you ever seen, heard of Ketchum? yeah
0: Hank Ketchum? You oh, no. uh
2: Dennis the Menace. So get to, really yeah. Hank Man, that's now that's obscure. Uh, so their full name Prestige Soft Warren Twicklung Gumbula. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm mm. not German. Really? But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Nine. So. Uh, they uh, weren't around very long. They only had four games, according to the to the uh, little blurb I found about them. And it's, it says of those games, locomotion was a minor hit, uh, but they they didn't they didn't last too long and they went bye bye. Mm-hmm. So they weren't around for too long. Now, there's one other bit of note uh, I wanted to mention on here. Uh, this game opens with a pretty interesting looking uh, title screen, and it has a pretty good tune that plays right there I'm really about the only tune you hear I think if you I, I didn't get any tunes there in, in, in the tracks There's I no in game music. well I heard I know if you get way into the game toward the ladder tracks I think there is some tune but really? I know yeah at Boy. least out of I watched because I couldn't get far enough to see the end so I watched them play this and they had and they had a tune playing in one of the tracks anyway uh, the, the fellow that coded this and it was really behind the game I'm gonna butcher this but Andre uh, you want to try to pronounce that? Worth, worth, rich, worth, rich. Yeah, worth, rich. Is that home? okay? Yeah. Well, there's lots of dots and slashes. You just ignore those. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, he was the guy that was basically put this together. He was, he did a couple games called Enemy, Enemy Two, and uh, Traitors. Uh, but you the, skipped Madlocks. Well,
0: Madlocks. That was based on the Andy Griffith. No, T- I, T- I think
2: T- I. Sh- Here's the reason I skipped that one. See, because sometimes I'll write this stuff in shorthand, but for and it's in shorthand. So that's short for something that I don't remember. <laughs> So when I see one of those, I just go right over that. Now, but no, here's the the important part. The musician on this was a uh, Matthias Steinwachs, and amongst his credits were Amber Moon, No Second Prize, and Lionheart.
0: (sighs) Which, you know, you wonder if these guys hadn't been, I don't know if it was disc space problems, but you got the composer for Lionheart on your team, why don't you have him compose some awesome in-game music?
2: Well, the, yeah. the title screen was pretty awesome.
0: Every game has awesome title No,
2: they don't. Music. Not all of them. Most of them do. Like it's World Class in- Leaderboard had no music. It's the
0: in-game music that matters.
2: Well, I, Listen, this game could have used in-game music. There's no, You're not going to hear me complain on that one. Now, this thing works on uh, the ECS OCS now. Um, I couldn't get this to work on the old 1200. Really? No. Huh. And I read that it doesn't work on the 1200, so that explains that. Now, there I. may be someone that got to work, but I, I could not. I was, okay. I was booting it off the old uh, floppy emulation, so I had, to, I had to emulate this bad boy. Um, so, this is a puzzle game, Boat. Uh, this got released on the Atari ST, the C64, and the PC. See, there's mm. another one. Um, so, what do you do in locomotion? Well, you try to direct idiot trains into their various garages. It's much, It's very similar to what must happen a, a, at night in the Thomas the Tank Engine world in the old train yard. Mm-hmm. Except these, apparently the people driving these trains are all liquored up because they do real stupid things like go back to where they just came out of, for <laughs> yeah, example. That's very true. <laughs> you know, they're more than happy to careen into mm-hmm. each other. And whoever designed this track was also drunk because the track layout is devised by a madman. Very true. And so your job is, I guess you're the uh, the, uh, train yard switch operator, Mm -hmm. and your job is to uh, alter a series of switches that changes the the direction or the curvature of the track to get these trains back to their sheds. Yeah, I learned all this from Thomas the Tank Engine, by the way, the train shed. Mm -hmm. The shed. This doesn't sound too tough. And at first... It's not that tough. You'll have a train, the, a little uh, kind of a meter or whatever will come on, telling you a train's getting ready to come out of your of, of, your, of the shed. Mm-hmm. And it, on top of the train will be a letter. That's where the shed. That's the shed letter. That's the ultimate destination. For that's the train, right. Yeah. And your job is to guide that train to the shed. Right. It's. That, I mean, that's the whole game. That's the entire game. So why is this hard? Well, because eventually you'll have two, three, four trains come out. Mm-hmm. And so you're trying to direct all these trains all over the yard whilst keeping them from running over each other. Now, if a train comes up on the rear end of another train, it's okay. It just slows down. But if two trains are coming on a, a, a direct course to one another, they are more than happy to come and whack each other at full speed and blow up. That's right. Humiliating you and killing Unfortunately, they millions.
0: don't actually blow up. They... In this game, they kind of run past
2: each other, give a little shake, and disappear. They go away. Yeah, yeah, they, they do. They do. They go away. So, um, when you when the title screen comes up on this, you're you're. It's a pretty weird title screen, isn't it, both? Mm-hmm. You get like a series of letters, and a start, and like an option, and that's it. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Because I looked at that, I'm like, what? And no, just you also as a code place. You know right?
0: the... For the longest time, I thought those series of letters was some kind of name entry.
2: That's what I thought. The very, and then when you hit the first letter of your name, mm-hmm. like, I was okay. Right. You're, and you were okay if you put both. But if you put, but if truck, I, but yeah, it would be over, yeah. Because you're going to go to like the doom zones. Mm-hmm. This game, uh, the uh, difficulty to me, i talked to a couple people about this, and they seem to think it was not that tough. But for me, the difficulty ranged from, like, uh, uh, you know, not too bad to instant doom, right? And I was horrible at these. Plus, well, I'll go into my critique later. But what did you? What do you think of the opening? What do you think of the premise of this? What are your thoughts on? Oh, this? I, you know, in in principle, I think I love this kind of
0: game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've played uh, various train games like this, even to this current day. There's a game called Mini Metro where you are uh, doing a similar thing where you're drawing lines between uh, subway stations. You're basically creating a subway map on the fly while yeah. people are waiting to get on the train. Um, so, in principle, I love
2: games like this. I think they're be great. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And this is the... I will say, if, we, if I'm going to play a puzzle game, this is sort of what I like to do. It's not... The game isn't complex. Mm-mm. I mean, it's it, it tasks you... With, I mean, you know right away what I'm supposed to do. It's obvious as to what you're supposed to do you have to figure out how to get the train from point A to point B. Or right. point it's not that tough. Um, what makes it difficult is the sheer amount of trains that are out there um, and sort of wrapping your head around it. And I, and I think that was part of my problem. It's just, it. I got to hang this a little more. I'll get into this in a minute. Uh, but it, it, I really struggled early on and I never really... Uh, there were things that kept me from enjoying the game more than I could. Well, I might as well go into them now. So this game, and I read that this is a bug, and I, maybe it is, maybe or maybe this is the way it was designed or whatever. But one of the things that really used to bug me is it's hard as heck to get the train in the shed. That's hard enough. What really makes it worse is when a train, as you're going in the shed, just appears in the shed and comes out, okay. and you have a head-on collision. Very annoying. It happens a lot. It's not like it happened occasionally on a rare. No, it, it happens a lot, happens
1: all the time. and it
2: doesn't, and it comes with basically no warning. Mm-hmm. Why is that? You know, usually you get some flashing right. and lets you know there's something coming. Yeah. So I can only assume that this is a bug. Right. Then you saw the same thing. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the, uh, um, I mean, really, that was in terms of uh, the presentation's okay. Uh, I mean, graphically, it's. It's no great shakes, really, is it? I mean, it's, well, it, it's, it, it doesn't be, need to be. It would but.
0: be hard to be more detailed from the vantage point that you are. I think the graphics are, are fine. You know, you're, you're you're not playing a game like this for... Well, you know, I would go beyond fine. I think the graphics are f- fairly well detailed. Remember, you're like a 1,000 feet in the air, so you're not going to get much more detail if you were looking out of a plane. Um, my, my complaints are different, but I'd like to state
2: those later. Why don't you continue? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I was uh, nosed around on Lemon, and one of the commenters... And also, I got this... Uh, one of our buddies sent me this link, too. One of the commenters mentioned that he had... At least on Lemon, and you can take this with a grain of salt, that he had actually made this game. Oh. And he he had a web page address uh, for a game for a, a, a web-based version called LocoLocos. And it was LocoLocos.com. Okay. And I went there and tried that one a, a few times. Now, this game is... Uh, but it's obviously more modern. It's a uh, It runs in your browser. Uh, but it's the exact same game with a few differences. The one one big difference is that you, it's a lot easier to tell uh, what tracks you're switching. Like it's more uh, graphically, it's more detailed. And the other one, at least the, I got to the level where it actually it even provided stoplights at yeah. some point. I will say cool. that
0: my, my biggest uh, gripe with the graphics
2: in this game is that the little switch flags yeah. are too small. They're too, yeah, I yeah. agree. Uh, they, it would be nicer if they were more... Uh, I would like to see that, really, the, something to, that lets you know the whole... It, when when you're in a crunch and you need to do something quickly, it's too small, and you don't quite get the idea of exactly what's going on. Yeah. It's not it's not confusing, it's just not... You need... for, for I need a little more visual cues Me right there, okay? I'm old. Uh, the other game is better at that, and like I said, up to the point where I got it, it even includes... Areas where you have to have stoplights activated to stop train so you don't so the other ones could go by. Mm-hmm. So they actually up the complication of it. I actually enjoyed that more than the the Amiga version. It's just basically the same game. But this game's been done a million times. Yeah. But since the same guy said he did it, I thought I'd mention it on here. Um I think this game you it's got I think it was up to six um I think it was six or ten levels before you get to a point where you get a code. To, now I went and downloaded the codes. I went and found codes so I could so I could look ahead. But uh, you know it's it's tough early on, and you have to go a good ways before you get a, a basically a, a code, so you don't have to go through that stuff again, uh, which is annoying. Each each one of these levels has uh, a, you know quite a few different. I mean, they, it, it's not not every level is the same track. But, I mean, like, for the first, like, I think it's every level has six levels or something like that. So you end up playing the same track six, which is, six times. Which is the right. freaking
0: curse of Amiga level design. Go ahead. Okay. I'm sure you
2: were going to bring this up, weren't you? Yeah.
0: Instead of making, you know, you've got six different terrain types. Instead of making it one, two, three, four, five, six, then looping back around on the first, they make you play six farmland tracks in a row, then six desert tracks in a row. This is the kind of thing that happens all the time on this platform. And it really grinds my gears. Ooh, well, I,
2: it is. It's it's funny because that's something don't really. I don't know if I've seen that a lot of, anywhere else. You it is, see it all the time on it, consoles. Could we go? Oh, really? Okay. Super Mario Brothers. Level
0: one, you're in the you're in the air or you're in the the normal place. Level two, you're in the sewer. Level three, you're in the treetops. No, level so you're, four, uh, you're in the you, castle. What you're
2: saying is that you never see this on console. You never see this. You never see this. That's, that's what on i console. meant. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know. if it's, Maybe it's a European thing. Or, yeah, you think that's what? I it think it? it's
0: just. I think people didn't play enough good games in Europe. Oh, at yeah. this time,
2: bug. I'm not going to agree with you on that. I lay it down like it is. No. So I, I will say something else. I would. I would reiterate this because I did. I, I did not like. There were certain levels of this I found uh, not appealing to look at. I, and uh, I know you don't think the ghosts are a big deal, but I, it, bought, it bugged me. And 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 I just didn't like them. I'd like to have had... Well, I, I will agree with both. It would be nice to have some differences in the track. Uh, to me, i think like it would have been more fun. Uh, do you think there's a pattern to how these things come out? I couldn't tell if there was one or is it random every time.
0: I want to say that it's probably random um, just because it would make the game a lot easier to program. Because um, remember, at the end of the day, you get scored on how many tracks within a certain amount of time that you, you, can, you can complete it. So it's not like the game is set out for you to, to get all the trains back in the station.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean... I wanted to like this, I did like it. I'm not gonna sit here and say I don't like it, I do like it. Uh, it's just, I, th- I would've liked the, the difficulty to ramp a little slower, and I would've liked a little more of a, I just, just have different tracks just for fun. Yeah. You know, just because I'd like to see d- different stuff instead of doing the same would thing, you like to,
0: Would you like to hear what I would like? Yeah, please. Um, when I was a kid, I had this, um, this train set, okay? And this train set was great. I wish I could remember what it was called. But you could you you roll you'd roll around the track mm-hmm. you know what I don't even think it was a it might even even been a truck I think it was called heavy loader okay and you could you could drive your truck around the road there was a hopper if when you drove under the hopper it would catch a thing and and like little plastic rocks would fall into your into your truck and then you drive on then then at one point the truck would tip you know the dump truck would what I would like to see in this game is you know, Your ultimate mission is get all the trains back in the tracks. But I would like to see, like, you can get bonus points by stopping at a certain place and, you know, filling up your stock or dropping off your stock. Or if you're doing passenger trains, you know, make some passenger levels. Something to break up the monotony of just getting the trains back in the train shed. So like a train version of space taxi? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, your ultimate goal is still to get the, the right train back in the train shed. But, you know, allow yourself to
2: have a little bit of style the way you do it and give yourself some more points. I think this would have also been better if they, instead of going like a train yard, because it, this train yard is idiotic. I would like to have had destinations in a town yeah. or something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That would be more fun. And, and you could also do what you said. You could say this was past your train or your and Each level could be, maybe one level you're taking past you somewhere and one level you're delivering uh, 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 cargo or whatever. It'd be kind of fun as opposed to just goofy, uh, hodgepodge of tracks in a sort of generic background. Yeah,
0: it, it would mix things up in a very good
2: way. Also, some better sound. I mean, like I said, the the, the music, not just the music, but just cooler train train stuff. Trains are cool. I want to hear all aboard. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I want to hear, I mean, the it's got some of that, stuff, but it doesn't yeah. have, like, you could really, I mean, trains and there, are... And have there's really, atmosphere. there's no
0: better, there's no better kind of, uh you know, um. Foundation to write good music than a train because the train has a rhythm to it. That's
2: right. And I mean, you could
0: lay down so many awesome tracks over top of
2: that. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think. No, but I mean, okay, let's back up for one minute. We're basically what you were doing is dressing up a game that is very a very simple game that's core. This is, I mean, and Roy Tetris didn't have any of this stuff. Had good music, but I mean, you've got a good puzzle game here. If this is your cup of tea. And if you can get past the bugs, the, that that one bug in particular, uh, you've got something here that's fun to play. I mean, will I sit down and play this again? Probably. Uh, I don't know if I'd play this over the the web-based one, but I would. You know, it's not that bad a game. It, but uh, I think it's a missed opportunity to have done more, especially since you're really working with rudimentary graphics. You could have spiced it up in a number of ways, which we which we described, and ha- and had something that you could have uh, really hung your hat on. You know, some awesome music. Some sound effects, make it a nice town, Mm -hmm. you know, or a countryside or whatever. You know, shuffle up the levels a little more appropriately. This would have
0: even been a great game, you know, to seek out the Thomas license for.
2: Sure. This is this. I mean, it would make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. And plus, you could you could give all the other trains. Think about this. You could give them dialogue. Mm-hmm. Hey, Thomas, get out of the way. Right. And he and Thomas could do his shtick. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a really useful engine. Yeah. And when they whack each other, now you couldn't have them explode. No, but, you but you'd have them do what they do in the cartoon. They they bounce back and their eyes go. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's a We've got a winner! I think we got a winner right there. I agree with you. That would have been perfect, mm-hmm. or even even a, a, one of the uh, one of the big uh, toy train manufacturers could have done something. You could have done something with this, you know. Overall, and by the way, again, the the, the title screen that's no good either. No. So I, you know, this game is a mixed bag with me. I like the I liked the concept of it, not an original concept, but I liked it. This reminded me a little bit. Did you ever play a game for the uh, in television? It was a train game where you shuffled. Tiles, as a train went around, you shuffled tiles to get it from one point to another. Mm. You had to keep shuffling tiles to get the train moving. Seems interesting. It right? is, uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a pretty interesting game, you know. Uh, this sort of reminded me of a little bit. Uh, but uh, overall, mixed bag to me.
0: What about uh, the magazines at the time? What did they
2: think? <laughs> it's funny you should mention that, Mr. Boat. So I looked this up. Uh, the Lemon People, the Lemon People really The lemon folk—they liked it. Seven point eight eight—a very good score. Um, They like everything. Now listen, no, they don't. They're not. They're they're pretty pretty particular. Um, So I looked up some different. Now listen, these are all over the map. Okay, and I I even looked into some of these just to see what was going on. So Amiga Action gave this a sixty-eight percent, a pretty low score. Um, Amiga Force gave it a sixty-five, and in their article they also mentioned. That bug we talked about. Mm-hmm. And they also mentioned that sometimes the background made it difficult to see what was going on, which that's true. Uh, and they also mentioned that they thought this was a, pre- a pretty budgety game for to be charging full price. True. I saw that, that mentioned a couple times. Uh, Amiga Power, 84%, a very favorable review. CU Amiga gave it an 80%. Now, the, the Amiga uh, magazine I want to focus on, Amiga Format gave this a 19%. And it was a full-on burial of this game. Oh I mean, they buried this game. What what magazine is this? This was a this was a Amiga format. Wow! You know, they buried this game. The guy hated this, this game. This game does not. Like his 19%. first line was like, "This is the worst." Something like this is this game is the worst game I've seen for. It, it, he killed it. That and man then, should be fired. And then afterwards, he goes, "Well, I guess they, they pay me to write more. So here's some more." <laughs> You just killed. It. I was like, "Man, so I don't know if they had a grudge." Against it sounds these guys. like cuz this game, this is a this is a fine game. 19%, though. That's brutal. That is, brutal. it's not I, I think 68% you know, would about been, right, yeah.
0: I wonder if this game wouldn't have been better served if they would have cut half the levels and released it as a 599 budget
2: title. You know? Well, I mean, it does seem more budgety. It does uh uh than the thing and uh, one of our uh, duncan in the uh, chat asked did we try the editor i didn't try the editor did you ever go don't, edit? i don't enjoy level editors I, never, I like them I, I, mean, mean,
0: I know some people do i just i like to play the game that the guy
2: wrote the editor yeah. an editor would probably make this a little more it would be fun if you could lay in your own graphics with the editor that would be a, I'd make it more interesting uh um I, my thing with editing stuff like this is like I'm so stinky at yeah. it, I don't know what I could possibly right. design. Exactly. Maybe I can make a track that's just one big O. Yeah. And then well, have one... You always get back to the shed. <laughs> that's what I need to do. <laughs> but overall, like I said, I thought it was interesting. Uh, uh, I, I, I think it was kind of a weak attempt, but the ga- actual gameplay was good enough to save it for me. Mm.
0: We did have some reviews on our Discord channel. Yeah,
2: I was Aaron. supposed to remind you of that, wasn't I? I, I hey, did. boat.
0: <laughs> um, pixels at Dawn says this is a fun and dangerously addictive puzzle game. If a little too easy to start with, right mouse speed up is a godsend. That's one thing we forgot to mention. Yeah, you're right, pixels. Being able once you've got all your trains going where you want them to go, holding that right mouse button yes. is is great. Being able to speed up time.
2: Oh God, can you imagine sitting there? Oh. And if, something else I want to mention, but you keep going. The, the amount of time that the change come out is weird mm-hmm. sometimes you'll sit there with nothing going on you
0: know well, it, again I think it's all they use random number of generators must, and all yeah. that stuff um, he says I desperately need some smooth <laughs> jazz playing in the background oh, to complete the chilled atmosphere
1: no 8 out of 10 Chris Fold says
0: a decent little puzzle transport game graphics a bit fuzzy for my liking and lack of music makes it dreary and some bizarre quirks such as trains coming out and wanting to go straight back to the same depot and new trains coming out when the one is going in. Yes. Six out of ten. Yes, yes. Our Swedish friend BarkBit says, fun puzzler that starts out easy but gets quite busy fast. The graphics could be clearer since it can be a bit hard to see where the trains will go and some background music would have been nice. All in all, a fun game that's easy to get into. Seven out of ten. And finally, Graham, Graham Webke. Those who know me, though my soft spot for puzzle games like this, I think he was the member of the game selection committee that suggested this one. And this game is quite similar to Pipe Mania, where you start the level calmly planning, and then it's all out of pan- and it's an all out panic when things start to go wrong. That's yes, right. There's a lot of all out panic in my world. Um, there were a few technical flaws to this game, and you know, lack of music is a shame. But it's a train game and a puzzle game, and I love it. Eight out of ten.
2: Let I me mean, let me ask you, your which did you prefer, this or Pipe Mania? Oh,
0: I could play. I'd sit down with you right now and play Pipe
2: Mania. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, I think Pipe Mania is probably the, the the more fun. Although this is the easier to get into.
0: Not only is Pipe Mania a better game, Pipe Mania has turned into one of my all time favorite games, really? which I never would have played if it hadn't been for this I show. I think
2: this so. is this game. If if they would have toned down the difficulty, it would have been a great introductory game to like for, for to. People get into puzzles. Well, it's funny because one of the one of the magazine reviews
0: that I read said it was granny friendly, which is like their patronizing way of saying it's for people that aren't gamers. Um. Um, so, you know, did you
2: think it was granny friendly? No. Okay, I was gonna say i
0: like to meet that granny. <laughs> yeah, I thought this so game got this, game. This game got hard quick. This is a this is this is a solid puzzle game. This is a solid puzzle game on any platform. Um, it's a, it kind of set the stage for what what followed it. You know, it would be interesting to kind of track the evolution of the train puzzle game but there's a uh, I've got a game on Steam I think it's called Tiny Train Story or something like that yeah Train Valley Train Valley is what it's called and it's exactly the same as this game um, so uh, it is uh, the, the journey has been long and uh, but this this game was an important part of it I'm sure did you say that these guys are no longer no longer they in the no biz they're no longer
2: with us uh, mm. they have uh, they went the fuck apparently quite a while ago ah you know? uh. mm.
0: Well, uh, Aaron, we got a new Patreon supporter this woo-hoo. week. We always like to welcome our new Patreon supporters. Yeah. Kate Fox, one of our rare female supporters. We're glad to have I've her. I've seen
2: her all over Discord. From the
0: great state of Texas.
2: Hell yeah. That's right. Hell That's yeah. right. So, uh, I think she's near Houston, I think. Mm. Yeah.
0: So uh, welcome, Kate. We're mm. glad to have you. Um, last week, our Patreon song was science fiction double feature? I'm the only one that got. It. I did it for you from the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
2: I can't believe no one got that. Unfortunately, I thought it was obvious.
0: yeah. Unfortunately, no one, no one wrote in. Um, so, so say my name when no one is around. No, say maybe no, no, I
2: won. So you've got, to, oh, you've got to announce how great. I'd like I am. to
0: thank Aaron Dowdy for talking in with his correct answer. Thank you. As always, you can either talk to me on the show or write in. <laughs> To John at AmigosPodcast.com It's the
2: only one I've gotten for months. You got that's why I'm so happy about it. Yeah.
0: Um, I suck. So this week we're gonna try something else. We're gonna try something else. If you know the answer, John at amigospodcast.com. <coughs> Is this another show tune of some sort? No. Oh okay. We're, we're going we're going back to the well of classic rock and roll. You guys
2: things like a little twinkle took a little, twiggle, twiggle, little stars or Here's little set. here's Look. a little Strauss for you. Oh, that would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
1: Kate Fox, David Pickford, Cameron Armstrong, Andy Jones, Lobsterbinator, Craig McClellan, Ten Minute Amiga Retrocast, Counting Virtual Sheep, Bernard Quinn, Retro Man Cave, Tim Drew, Simon Rose, Joseph Joseph Harrison. Kyle Etter, Rob O'Hara, Howard Nibbs, Matthew Laramore, Andy Craig, Sean Darren Low, Max, Colin for One Nine, Bachbit, Roland Book, Andrew Monks, Joe the Zombie, John Cook, Dan Ross, Leaf Kalan, Alan Kebab, Chicote, Levelo. John Marshall, Matthew Perron Ricky DeRoche, a creepy dead boy Figgy, CTZ, the slow Norrist, Stafford, Sorgard, Mortensen Edvin, Helen, Blindo, 75 Christopher, Hassel Ravi, Abbott, Chris Folds, Dreamcatcher, Lauren Giroux Graham, Veb, Key, Lane Denson, Adam Battersby, O'Brien's retro and vintage, Gary Huckers, C. Brian Jones, Paul Harrington, Duncan Styles, Alan Kabob, Tapes from the Crypt, Josh Knight, Adam Bradley, Jonas Rulo, THT, Eric Nelson, Kim
0: Tommy, Humbert Stodd, Daniel Bingston, Brutal Barracuda, Darren Coles, Jason Warrens, Pixels at Dawn, and Kilbjorn Barman.
2: Ran into verses on that one, did you Bo? Well,
0: I figured I could do verse three and four, but they're the same as the first, as it were.
2: Did you know that one? Listen, I'm not sure that was even a song. I don't know what that was. I didn't do the big falsetto part. I thought it was a prolonged belch. I mm-hmm. I don't have any idea. I don't know what that was.
0: You know, it's. I'm, I'm having to make some deep cuts. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back to the well and pick some easier stuff. Is
2: that a maybe. B-side on someone's? You this know, is a song debut if,
0: album if, if you listen to classic hits of the 60s and 70s radio you'll hear that song at least once a day if,
2: if if anyone gets that I will be as stunned as I've ever been I mean that no one's getting that one you're gonna have two in a row that no one gets I'm trying to think does um, anyone in the chat room have any idea what that was because I've been watching the things go by. they were just they're all puzzled and aghast they had no idea mm. okay I'm gonna give you one hit
0: Lime Coconut that's it. That's all you get. No, I don't know. All right. Next week, Aaron, we're going to be playing a game that sounds like you could describe either one of us. Disposable
2: Hero. No. <laughs> that's that's I a backhanded compliment if I've ever heard of one. So, cool. um, yeah, we'll see what
0: that's all about. Until then, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, I want to thank all the fine folks in the chat who are tuning in. Uh, live with us, Necronom, Barkbit, Duncan Styles, Pixels at Dawn, Edvin, Helen, Lobsterminator X, Michael Ryan, Picard 2005, Ten Minute Amiga Retrocast, Steve Rasmussen, Bjorgen The uh, Future was 8-bit channels hanging out here. Retro Man Cave was around earlier. Uh, Alec Mold, Kate Fox, Craig McClellan. Uh, Thank Hazy33. Thank you guys so much for being here with us. Uh, We do record the show live every Friday. um, In case we don't. Unless we don't. Unless we don't, but we should be. Uh, And uh, we'd love to have you join us. It's always a party in the chat. That's right. And.